We're not doing the intro music? We never do the intro music right now. Well, I'll edit that in. <laughs> this is your first time? I don't know, sir. Go ahead. How are you doing? I'm good. How are, are you, you doing? doing? Good. I'm good. I'm doing good. My name is Caden. My name is Tex. This is the episode number four. Make some more noise. How many times do I got to tell you? I'm trying to fucking get this beer open. This is going to be so loud. Are you done? I'm done. All right. <laughs> All right. This is the Interminables. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Set that on the ground so you're not fucking making noise every time you pick that up. And yes, mute sir. your phones. Yes. God. Amateur hour. How are you doing today? I'm good. All right. Back from a trip. Still recovering. Yeah. And uh, yeah, nursing my foot a little bit. Wait, what? What'd you say? Nursing my foot. Oh, okay. You know what that phrase means? No, I don't. Nursing. Yeah. Like taking care of. Being well, being ginger with. Then why don't you just fucking say taking care of your foot? Because nursing is the word for that. You don't know English, sir. <laughs> I don't know English. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Nursing my foot. Taking yeah. care of my foot. <clears throat> All right. So, so what are we going to talk about today, sir? We're going to talk about... Couple weekend, no, last weekend. Yeah, no, it was two weekends ago. No, last. No, weekend. two weekends ago. Yeah, yeah. two weekends. Yeah. Ago. yeah, the leadership course we did, mm-hmm. and I was in it, and you were cadre. Yes, I was cadre, and you were a candidate because I went through it about a year ago, and you went through it two weekends ago. Correct. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> and so, what is this course? An overview of it. Uh, obviously I can't reveal too much and you can't reveal too much either because it's supposed to be kind of like a shock in the system. Um, I would say it is a, a lot of learning of, uh, small unit tactics and uh, basically different ways of, you know, reacting to stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's ultimately, uh, testing your leadership skill. So if somebody freezes on what to do, can you step up and take charge of the element and make a decision? Like we talked about the first episode, like, are you going to just stand there and make no decision? Or are you going to make a decision if either it's a good one or a mediocre one or yeah. do something? Yeah. That type of course, nonstop for what, Friday till Sunday? Yeah. Three day course. Yeah. Yeah. How many hours did you get sleep? I slept a total of zero hours. Zero hours. Zero yeah. minutes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it started out, I, I wanted to get sleep when I could, but then quickly realized it was not worth like letting yourself try to fall asleep and get too comfortable. Yeah. Because as soon as you get comfortable, it becomes very uncomfortable. Yeah. It becomes very uncomfortable. Yeah. So, yes, you learn um, those things that you talked about, which that part of it is kind of like drinking through a fire hose because it's so much information um, that you did not know before. And if you were not in the military, you've never experienced before. Um, you've never even considered these things and you for sure haven't seen them um, in real life or in a training situation. Yeah. And we use blanks and the guns that we're using they're loud as shit with those blanks. It's like damn near live rounds. Yeah. Sounds no. like. Yeah. I have tinnitus. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Constantly from sitting right next to the guys on a line on either side of me with the blanks. Yeah. So that gives more of a factor of realness. Yeah. Like, oh shit. Instead of just hearing the airsoft BBs going zoo, 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 zoo. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it adds to the stress that you already have. You can't hear what other people are saying. When you give orders to your element, they can't hear whatever you're saying because they're so hyper-focused on what they're doing at mm-hmm. that moment. So how do you take charge in that situation? That type of thing. 
Yeah. And so you rotate around through leadership. Yeah. So you're, you're part of the time you are just part of the team, part of the squad and part of the time you are leadership, have responsibilities, making calls. Um, and like you said, with the, with the noise and the, the gunfire with the blanks, it's, um, a lot of people, including me have never seen or felt what that looks like. Even just training without bullets flying. It's like, whenever it happens the first time you're like, Oh shit. Like whenever you get opened up on, it's like, okay. Um, it's easy to get tunnel vision and like, just be focusing in the moment rather than trying to look at it from the big picture. Yeah. And what is that? A third, third night, the last night, didn't some of y'all like hallucinate? Yeah. Was it, was it you or was it? Yeah. We'll do it. it? In, we'll do it in chronological, let's go in chronological <laughs> order. Okay. But yes, we'll get to that. We had a lot of people seeing things that were there or not there. I don't know. I don't know. It was some, there was some dude. Like I, was, I, I told you there was some fucking thing in that woods. There and, was a lot. We saw a lot of stuff in that woods. Y'all didn't fucking believe me when I said it, but y'all seen it for the first time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so part classroom, part exercise, um, everybody getting this information for the first time. And then right after the knowledge is passed, it's like time to go, you know? Yeah. But I mean, these information, you can obviously read it on different handbooks and stuff like that on how to do it. But when you're tired, when you're like not thinking straight because you want to go ahead and sit down when it happens, your mind is like cloudy. Like and when you add 18 people to the mix that you have to try to get to do what you want them to do. That's and they're a whole, all tired. And they've also never seen this before and they're getting tunnel vision and yeah, it's, um, it's a lot, it's a lot to do. And, you know, we talked to zero one about this and like nobody in a leadership role in that is going to be perfect. Cause you can't like, if you were perfect, then <clears throat> it would be sus suspect. Yeah. It'll be, <laughs> it'll be sus. Yeah. <laughs> Sussy baka. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I said, it's like the equivalent of never playing football before and then having to play quarterback in the NFL and call plays and get people where they need to be and perform. Yeah. So really it's um, about managing your mind and not being overwhelmed by the circumstances when all these things are being thrown at you because no, there was no situation that just went like by the book. Perfect. Like, you know, this is what we practice and now just apply it. It yeah. was all just wrenches thrown in left and right. And if you have a team that you train with, I think it is a good idea to throw in blanks in the mix instead of uh, just doing dry fire um, or airsoft uh, and going to the range on the live rounds because blanks, it makes a difference on your training, like how you learn and stuff. It makes it more realistic. I would say, yeah, it makes it more realistic. It makes it more realistic. Obviously, you're not going to get hit or anything like that, but the sound it makes, it makes you, you know, have to talk louder, have to think more straighter with all that noise going around. around manage you. your ammo. Yeah, manage your ammo and stuff like that. And we quickly found out what? That basic combat loadout of seven mags? Not enough. No. Dude, that, that was one of my it. that was one of my biggest takeaways. I mean, depending on what you're gonna be doing, you know, what Met TC is and all of that, like seven mags is not a lot. It's not a lot of ammo. No, what did it last you what, ten minutes, fifteen minutes? No, it lasts longer than ten minutes, but like half a day, you know. Yeah. Of a, being in contact a few times. I mean, you burn through that unless and it's you're gone. Yeah. And then what? Yeah. yeah. So Night one, kicking the nuts, yeah. Immediately, we won't get into the details, but yeah, but kicking the nuts right away to set the tone, dude. And I felt so fucking bad for y'all <laughs> because I, I, I can see it in your eyes, like, like you were, you were. I'm not calling you soft, okay? Yeah. I'm not calling you soft, but you had the softest face 
whenever you were watching this whole thing. Because yeah, like, zero one, zero three, those dudes were just like, and they don't hate us, but they were just like staring at us like, like, welcome to the fucking shit show. And you were like, you your eyes were like, like you saw like a baby golden retriever, like puppy. You were like, I'm <laughs> like so we're sorry. Fucking, like, oh. like we're stomping on fucking puppies. Like I was like, dude, because I had known y'all for a long time. Yeah. Like what? I've known you for about a year now, less than a year, but yeah. it's almost a year. Yeah. And we've gone through so much and yep. with other dudes too that I knew. And then we were like talking like we're fucking best friends and like drinking, going out drinking, and all of a sudden just fucking straight kicking the teeth. And I'm just yeah. like, oh, dude, I feel so fucking bad right now. <laughs> it was funny because I could see at moments, especially especially on night one, where you like wanted to help, like me, like I could like you would like look at me and then like like try to reach for something, but like pull back, like I can't fucking help you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Like it, like your hand would just flinch like at something, like you wanted to grab something for me or something, but yeah, couldn't. You were yeah. in cadre mode. Yeah, I couldn't do it. You were the enemy. No, not an enemy. I mean, I was there. Well, you were out for as well. That's yeah, what I, I was out for. That's what I meant. Cadre but, is not the enemy. No, but you know, I wanted to help my boys out, but I just couldn't because it's something that we have to go through. And this chorus is like we invite everyone throughout the state mm-hmm. like all the teams. we don't invite everyone well not everyone but the teams and groups that we trust and that has a high like i would say reputation or whatever yeah so the goal is for each of these groups to send people that they want to be leaders in their group to train that way our group can give them a more complete product of a leader yeah basically and then you can quickly find out and then you can it's also their vetting process because we've seen sometimes when stress get induced people to just turn into fucking assholes yeah or or assholes or they just can't handle it and just drop yeah they quit yeah we had two drops in 30 minutes well first drop was in like five minutes yeah Yeah, that was rough and then dude he's Oh, can I say this? I don't know what you're gonna say. <laughs> well, just he fucking um. Don't say it if you feel like you can't say it. Well, I I think I can say it. Well, he fucking like passed out two times. Oh well, yeah, but we had doc and medics on him. Yeah, yeah. Like, like first five minutes, he passed out one time, and then he passed out standing up. Yeah, and that was like the first drop, and then the second drop. I don't I don't want to say. Yeah. You know, stress got induced, and we saw his true character. It got intense. It yeah. got intense quick and physical quick. Yeah. And that, that's what we've talked about before being in shape. But um, that I was like, I'm in, I think, pretty good shape. And there's no preparing for that. You know, like eventually everybody's at the point where just, I mean, it, it helps like night one where you're, where you're rocking or doing whatever. Um, but quickly, it, it doesn't matter. Your whole body just hurts. Your whole body hurts. Do I saw you doing some um, exercises, right? Yeah. <laughs> I saw your legs. <laughs> it did a move, bro. It was like, bro. you were at rhythm at first. Yep. And then it just started <laughs> fucking buckling. <laughs> there was one exercise, which we can, I can say. We were doing flutter kicks. Yeah. We were doing flutter kicks. And it, I got to a point where I'd done enough to where my hips just didn't lift my legs. <laughs> <laughs> My brain was telling my hips to move and just nothing happened. They yeah, felt could, they felt like they were in cement. You were fucking uh, pedaling bicycles, bro. All I could do. I was just trying to move my body to not bring attention to myself. Yeah. And another thing about this course is like um, for our personal group that we have, what, did you pause it or something? No. Oh, they want to fuck you, click your laptop. I need you to fix your tone, maybe hydrate, and then come back when you're ready. All right. Well, I'm ready now. Okay, go ahead. So it, this course is another, like, a stepping stone for our um, immediate group that we have, like you and me, and like 0103, you know. I know who we have in our group. Yeah, yeah thank okay. You. okay. I'm, well, I'm letting the listeners know. Continue. All right. So 
You better stop fucking trying me, bro. <laughs> 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 but it's a way to basically let our guys um, join us. So it's like a our version of a selection process. So you have to pass this to basically be in our group. I mean, you can still train with us, but... There's an expectation. Yeah, there we have an expectation that you will pass this and not quit. Right, but which is the big thing, is not quitting. Because you kind of, you can find out, um, you know, like you go, I went in this course and it's like, I you think like, what can be done to me in three days? That and you're be, a fit guy. You, that played, would, you played college sports. Yeah. You're in shape. Yeah. You left me in the dust on that what seven mile run. Yeah. Yeah. So you're you're in you're in shape, and but you were you were struggling on that first night too. Everybody was struggling. Yeah, I mean, but the thing, I'm just like, what could be done to me in three days that would make me quit? You know, yeah. that's what I was like trying to figure out. And you, nothing that you asked us to do was not possible. You know what I mean? Like it was a lot of movement. It was a lot of this. It was no sleep for most of us. Um, it was very limited food, but nothing was not doable. So you get to watch guys and how they act, um, especially like it was good to watch everybody, but like people in our group, because that's at a certain point in this, it just became a mental thing, right? Everybody was paying. Everybody had eggs. I got a stre- I stress fractured my foot. You know, we had people with blisters blowing off their heels. Blisters? And, yeah. The fucking whole skin came off his heel. Yeah. Both his heels. It was like he's a snake in like his skin shed. <laughs> yeah. Is disgusting. And he went he rolled his ankle, you know. So it's like everybody's in pain. Everybody's hurting. Everybody's tired. Everybody's hungry. So who's just got the will to just stay? Yeah. And those are the boys that you want. Basically. Yeah. And then even when shit gets hard. You know, they don't blame it on their guys and they're like, okay, guys, like this is, we're going to get through this together. Like this is how we're going to do it. You know, if this happens, this is how we're going to do it. You're still taking care of your guys. That's the guys that are like in the right, right mindset instead of when all that shit happens and you're tired and you're all of a sudden blaming everything that happened to your guys type of thing. And that's not a leader. That's more of a boss. Yeah. Yeah. And we saw both of those types of people. Yeah. Um, and usually the other type don't make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Because some people in general, when they're put in a leadership role, um, see it as just power, you know, just uh, the ability to say things and get away with them um, and like be in charge instead of like looking at it like, <clears throat> A leader like okay we have this objective these are my guys how can we all get there together in the best way possible the best way that i know how it's not um you can't think of it like i can finally give people orders even though whenever you're leading and you're in a situation like you have to get people to do what you what you're asking them to do because the reality is you're in charge at that point so you got to make decisions and you got to get people on board that was one of the things that um, was most difficult whenever it was my turn to be a leader, which was first. So just being thrown in, but like trying to get people who you don't know, and this will change whenever we're with our group because we know each other and yeah. everybody's in our group is more receptive to, to listening to each other. It's hard whenever it's somebody you don't even really know. You just know by the number on their shoulder, but getting people to do what you ask them to do. Um, like one of the feedback I got was like zero three was like, man, you're, he told me, he's like, you are like not trying to be an asshole and I get it, but sometimes you got to like step up and be a little bit of an asshole to get your point across and get people to do what you want them to do, you know, be more direct with people because I don't mind being in a leadership role. I try to not like be a dickhead, you know? Yeah. And that doesn't always work. You got to be able to step up and like take command of the situation and jump people's asses maybe a little bit. 
You know, I mean, when there's lives on the line, you know. So first night, we saw hip flexors going out, people <laughs> fucking dropping out of nowhere. Uh, I saw a guy who whose calf went into his fucking hamstring. What? Yeah. What are you talking about? When when y'all were on that uh, on that movement after that ass kicking. Somebody's calf went in their hamstring? Yeah. What do you mean? In what like way? Cramping. Like oh. cramping. Like cramped so oh, hard. Oh, okay. We okay. could see his calf ball up and like go straight into his like back of his knee. Yeah, that's unfortunate. But he had the right attitude. He didn't quit. He could have moved, but he was like, I'm going to just stretch this out. Let me keep going. Yeah. So, all right. What about the second day? What can we say about that? Yeah, the second day was all of the, like half of it was the y'all teaching us the principles yeah. of what we were going to apply. You know, like that first night though was after all the ass kicking, we got to go out and set up an ORP, you know, and get some quote unquote sleep for the night, yeah. which didn't last long. And that was kind of the introduction, I think, to what to expect for the rest of the time. And, um, then we came back that morning and we got our instruction. So y'all taught us everything that we were meant to apply, um, for the rest of the, for the rest of the time. And then we got to go out and put it into action. Yeah. All under a really tight time constraint. And all this was just to, you know, talking to zero one and zero three after all of it was to just induce stress, you know, like ideally it wouldn't have been, okay, here's, here's how to do this thing. We're going to do it. Y'all run through it one time dry and then, okay, now here's the plan. Y'all go do it. You have 45 minutes, you know, like that's, that's extremely, that's a lot of time constraint. And it's not like how you would actually do it in an ideal world. It's just to induce the stress and see how you're going to react. Basically like unknown. How are you going to react to the unknown? Yeah. Um, and I mean, besides this course, when we're actually training, we actually take our time to teach our guys and actually apply it and make corrections as we go. Yeah. But this wasn't like that at all. And I went through this course too, and it was the same exact way. And we had the same kind of people half, you know, about it and half, about not. It, half about not. So yeah. Um, so tell me about that third night about the cryptid so i don't i don't know if i saw a cryptid i know you know night three with no sleep and just just exhausted and worn out i had never been sleep deprived for real yeah <laughs> i've gone like a night without sleep um but not like doing heavy physical activity it's like this was my body was on e and walking through like walking point through the woods i was seeing i mean trees were moving i saw people moving i saw shit glowing like at one point i was i was walking on point and i swear to you i saw like this orb glowing and i looked at the guy behind me and i called a halt and i called the guy behind me up and i was like look right there do you see something and he's like no and i was like Right, I was like behind him, like pointing. I was like, right there, there's something glowing. I, it was like a basketball-sized object glowing, just like floating around. Now you know how it feels when people don't listen to me when I say, hey, look, there's something there. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was staring at it the whole time. I know it was there. Or at least it was in my head. But I was seeing all this shit. And then we, we that last night we get, to, we get to where we're supposed to be. And we set up and, uh, yeah, me and... Fuck, I don't even know his call sign. Another guy in the group. We were sitting there awake uh, and just like watching the whole night. And <laughs> the I was looking up at the trees above me and the trees were glowing blue. I felt like I was an avatar. And I was like, dude, do you see those trees glowing? He's like, no. He goes, but I think there's a dude sitting right next to me. <laughs> he goes, there's a dude sitting over there. I was like, 
I don't see what you, I don't see a dude, but uh, so he was seeing this dude sitting next to us that I didn't see. And I was seeing the trees glow. And then I was, at one point I was staring so hard into this field looking for op four. And I saw like two dudes like rushing us just, but no noise, just rushing straight at us. And we had a dude pulling security right there watching that way. And I like got up to go like fucking grab them. And I was getting up and I blinked and then they were gone. I was like, <laughs> I, I was, I was tripping. Dog. See, I was I, tripping. I know when people hear this, you know, it's like, Oh, two nights, no sleep. It ain't nothing. I did that before, but this is, I mean, you, you get two nights, no sleep on uh, watching TV, you know, reading a book or something like that. Yeah. That's different when you're moving 24 hours a day. Like you're yeah, literally I mean, it's, moving it's on 24 hours a day. We rocked 36 miles. Yeah. And that's not, that's not rocking the whole time too. No. That's running, running, too. fighting, running, sprinting yeah. here and there. Your, your mind is locked in the whole time. So yeah. your mind is as tired as your body. Yeah. So yeah, dude, I was seeing fucking all sorts of shit and m several people were hallucinating. <laughs> it was, it was an experience. Yeah. So that course is over with, uh, I don't know. How do you feel about that course? Yeah, it was good. Um, it taught, it reinforced what we've talked about before, which is fucking make a decision. And it taught me, um, that I can be a little bit more aggressive when I'm in leadership. I still don't want to be an asshole, but like jumping people to get them to, to go. Sometimes you got, got to get people to go. Yeah. Cause I mean like this, this won't ruin anything, but like at some points we had like people like just walking across like an open area, you know, like, yeah. wow, there's gunshots, you know, I'm like, they're so damn tired. Yeah. And like getting them to like, just move their ass. Like it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, I mean, I saw like when all four was, um, engaging y'all, I heard stories where some dudes were just frozen. Like they yeah. weren't shooting. Yeah. They were Dude. shooting back. They were just looking at. Yeah. There was one, uh, that last night there was one ORP where shit happened and I was livid at that point I was just fucking, I was screaming at people. Cause like, no, people were not returning fire just like blank, just frozen. I was like, get your fucking rifles up. And like, <laughs> get online. Get oh. online. Get online. And we were, I mean, it was, it was bad. So without getting into too much detail on that, we got out of that situation and we set up uh, a security halt. And I went to everybody and I was like, how many mags do you have? And they were carrying, most of us have eight mags on us. And that was just after a resupply. So, I know everybody started with eight mags. How many mags do you have? Uh, eight. Give me four fucking mags. If you're not going to shoot, give them to somebody that will. Just fucking snatch their mags <laughs> and started distributing them. How many mags do you have? Seven. Give me three of your mags. <laughs> I was fucking... Because all that meant was the dude shooting had to shoot twice as much. So we burned like six, you know, six mags. Yeah. But yeah, that was... It, it was crazy. But that was a point where everybody was tired. And so I'll give them like a little bit. But like just... Getting everybody to do what they need to do was was difficult at that hour, um, but and then we had the experience like with the fucking with the blanks not running through guns very well and people's guns going down. Yeah, and not fucking, function drills. Yeah, um, what's uh, one one two I think. Yeah, one two. Yeah, yeah. one two's gun was hard down. Yeah, it was hard. Hard down. down. Like the blank. Fucking. It formed into a, the star chamber. Yeah. So it looked like the star chamber was made out of brass. Yeah. So, so luckily that was the second to last little situation. And so he didn't have to deal with it for long, but we all just took our smokes off and gave him, he, he had like 10 smokes. He had smokes in every mag pouch. And then for the last movie, he was double fisting smokes. <laughs> <laughs> he was just walking through like with smokes. And anytime there was anything, he was like, smoke, smoke, smoke. <laughs> <laughs> and if it wasn't here he was like throwing them at people like at dude like projectiles he's like 
like throwing fucking fastballs at dudes, pop the smoke and just peg somebody with it. Yeah, so, I mean, there was strong, on this class, there was strong leadership and there's strong people who are not, also not in leadership at some point. They took charge and kind of got the class through. Yeah. So there's some strong people there that took charge and lifted everybody up. And there's dudes who were about to quit. Like, yeah, well, yeah, we had one guy who's about to quit. He had rolled right, his ankle. Right before it was ending. Yeah, he made it all the way to the last night. And um, tough dude. Yeah. Like, tough dude. And wanted to be there. And was about it. And, yeah, he was... I don't know that he really... I don't think... I still don't believe that he wanted to quit. But rolled his ankle, had a reason to, was tired. Yeah. And... I think whenever you're that exhausted and you find like what you perceive as a genuine reason to drop or like people are like, Oh yeah, he fucked his ankle. So that makes sense. They dropped, you know, it's easy to just say, all right, I'm a tap, but we had the heart to heart in the bed of a truck and he, he made up his mind that he's going to push through. Yeah. And then, you know, that saying, Oh shit, I broke my arm or change your socks and fucking hydrate. Right. Yeah. That's literally what our doc told him to do. Yep. He's like, I'm going to wrap that shit up tight. Put on a pair of socks, a fresh pair of socks. Here's some more. Here's some Motrin, ibuprofen. Yep. You're good to go. <laughs> You're good to go. Let's get back out there. So he, uh, that was almost more impressive than like never having those thoughts. Like for him to have those thoughts, he had a legitimate problem and needed to be addressed. He got it addressed. But to have those thoughts, and then to decide, hey, I'm gonna stick it out. Like that's that was super impressive to me. Yeah. Cause I feel like mentally he was like right on the edge, like leaning off, about to just drop, and he didn't he pulled himself back in. Yeah. So that was good shit. And what at the end, after we after you guys graduated, you had a stress fracture. Right? Yeah, I knew night one when we did that uh oh, okay. When we did that long movement, I told uh, two, two, I was like, Hey, my, my foot is fucked. And I didn't know what it was, but I didn't even look at it. Like I would just change my socks and just not even look. Cause I just had a feeling it was not good. But then, yeah, when I graduated, I showed doc and he's like, looks like a stress fracture. <laughs> so the next couple of days, my foot was ballooned up, but how is it now? It's still solid. It's still swollen and it still hurts. Uh, but like I can see my veins on my feet now. So like it's going down. <laughs> like before it was just like a puff. Like I couldn't see shit. I couldn't see my veins. But it'll heal up. That's why I'm in my Uggs tonight. Yeah, you always. I'm in Uggs every night. Yeah, I know. You in Uggs 24-7. I live in Uggs. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, seeing people mentally overcome some shit, that, that was good. Um but a lot of good takeaways. It was uh, another good thing was when you go through situations like that, you realize how much you can take, you know, cause you, I, I think you do. I know I do always trying to find like your limits. Yeah. Whether it's just in as something as simple as a workout or like, I like like extreme sports and shit like that, doing something like that and finding your limits. Um, every time you do something like what we did, your limits get pushed a little bit further. And you're like, yeah, I can fucking take that. Yeah. And then anytime you're in a difficult situation, you can think back to, for me, like this and be like, yeah, I can fucking do that. I did that, you know? And then the other thing is um, when you're in a tough situation and you have your brothers around you who did it with you or maybe not did it with you, but like you who's done it before, I know that you've fucking done it, you know? And so I'm like, dude, we're, we're, we're tough. Like we can handle this. Yeah. I think I threw up when I went through. And then after I threw up, I think I chugged down a monster. And now I was good to go. You had monster whenever you got to go? Was it that day? No, never mind. It was Did a, you sneak in a monster? No, 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 Did no. you keister a monster? <laughs> no, 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 no. You keistered a monster, didn't you? No, it was a standards day. Never mind. I fucking threw up. And then uh, chugged down a monster, and I was good to go. What um, what did you see as cadre that were takeaways? Uh, for me, I saw 
night vision was fucking like is so effective yep. to people who don't have night vision. Yeah, because the I walked up literally ten meters on y'all. Yeah. Y'all were still talking to each other. When? The last no. last night. No, we knew we knew that I will say that last night was the only time we knew y'all were coming. And only because two of y'all were using white lights. And the other reason is No, no, no. We what? walked me and Zero One walked up on y'all. When? Right into your RIP. No. Yeah, we did. No, you didn't. Come on. How'd you get in there without us? Like... While, while you were talking to the dude with the rolled ankle. Dude, he was asleep. He was literally snoring. No, no, no. He was snoring while in the RIP. While you were talking at with Doc. You remember, oh, at that one? You remember when we came At that around? one? Yeah. Okay, so not the last one. Not the, That wasn't the last one. That wasn't the last one? No. That was the second last one. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then yes. Okay. We when you weren't yeah. there, and the guy who rolled his ankle weren't there, I walked up literally. Oh, I wasn't there. No, because you were with Doc, with with yeah him yeah. Uh, we had me and Zero One. Had, oh, that's when y'all both walked up. Yeah, we both yeah. walked up to the truck after, and y'all yeah. were like, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. So we literally walked up from here to your front door. A little bit closer. Yeah. They were still holding security. They were still like, oh, hey, oh, is that talking? We can hear them mumbling. Yeah. They didn't see us. Yeah. It's, it's so fucking effective. Yeah, because we didn't have nods. We didn't have shit. No. So that was, uh, yeah, it's not fun being in that situation when you don't have nods. And then what else? Um, I saw when people got real tired, they just didn't give a fuck anymore yep like just walking through an open field and we talked about that in the last we maybe in the last episode the episode before Hello. where whenever you get to a certain point of being tired if you're not used to mentally being in those situations yeah you just don't care if you, you die, just don't care if you, you die just, yeah you just don't care you'd rather be over yeah so like i could see like we're engaging y'all and dudes just rifles down like ha holding it like a handbag just fucking walking mm -hmm. across the open field. So that's what I saw when people get real tired. They just don't care anymore. Yeah. Um, what else did I see as a cadre? Um, I saw that dudes who are about it are always like, I don't know, every time I talk to one of our dudes, one of our group guys who yeah. are going through it, when I ask him, hey, you all right? Y'all are fucking smiling. You're like, yeah, I'm good. What you mean? Yeah, that's all you can do. Like, and, you know, like whenever y'all walked up to the truck, I was fucking smiling. Yeah. Like, y'all want to quit? No, fuck you. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, we're and here. dudes who weren't about it or is this either just staying quiet, even if I ask them, or they're just like, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Because you still, what I liked, what I liked about, um, seeing guys in our group and even some guys that were not in our group, but once it got, once we got kind of deep into it, there were guys who were trying to survive and just make it to the end. And then there were guys who were still as locked in as they could be in their state, like trying to perform still, you know, like still trying to do shit right. And still trying to do what you taught us. Not saying we were by no means perfect at all, but like for sure guys locked in, stepping up making calls and the dudes just like hanging on and don't you feel good that the guys you went through with know that they, they, they can handle it and yeah they're they're not going to just break down and freeze for sure you know now you can now you're able to trust all of our guys yeah there's a mutual understanding that we've all been through it yeah i mean zero one and zero three went through fucking rasp they went through the real shit. Yeah, they went, they went through, through way harder than what we went through. We did three days. No, zero one, zero two, and zero three went through rasp. Yeah, so, so we did three days, and they did like nine months at least. Well, yeah, three. Yeah. Th there's three schools. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think there's three. And schools. they got their range of tab too. So yeah, they went through rasp and range of school. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and the ultimate goal for us now is. We're trying to help out 
we're trying to build this connection throughout the state that we're in, which by everybody who probably listened to this know that we're in Texas, um, we're trying to build a statewide connection where we can share different kind of knowledge. We can, we can, you know, how do you say it? Like build that rapport and connections with each other. Network. Networking. Um, so they can rely on us and we can rely on them and different parts of the state as well. And right now we're, we're doing statewide and then who knows, like ultimately we want to build a nationwide connection and rapport and networking with teams across the country. So I think that's our, that's our goal. And then also while we're doing that, we want to build up our own guys to be in, I don't know, the best standard that we can possibly get to with our guys and our team, because we're, we're really close with each other. Yeah. So we also have the unique benefit of our leadership having done it for real. So like what, what we get to learn is not what everybody gets to learn. No. You know, it's a, it's a very high level and we're lucky to have it. So yeah. And zero one, you know, like I know a lot of people who, who were like that, who did it for real for a lot of years, you know, they, most, most people try to gatekeep, right? Well, a lot of people do. Yeah. So like people like that will start their own company, uh, charge you like amazing amount of money. And sometimes they'll even gatekeep what they actually know. And, but zero one, he doesn't do that. Like, he's like, I'm trying to train every single American that wants to be trained. Yeah. With no charge. All, we, all he asked for is put in, buy in, and that's it. That's the payment. Yeah, I mean, that's our group. Yeah, that's our group. Yeah. So, so I want to know your class of ACLC was, was it, how is it the same? How is it different? The same. There's always a core group of guys that take charge and push the class through. Um, so there's this really small group of guys like y'all who are all in our group that took charge and then basically lifted everybody up to push through whatever problem we're pushing through. That was a similar part with us. And there were guys outside of our group that mm -hmm. were stepping up for sure. Yeah. And I think, Y'all did better job than we did in our class because we only made it out with 30% graduation rate. Damn. Yeah. And that's guys, a lot of drops. Yeah. And you guys did better. Yeah. We only dropped like three or four. Yeah. So, um, yeah, y'all had a really strong core group, group of guys that was taking charge and putting stress off of everybody. Uh, I think that was similar. What else was similar is, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think I got any sleep. And I was so damn tired that I didn't even want to eat my MREs. It was a task you to didn't open eat. up my MREs. You didn't eat? Well, Bro, I ate one MRE. I had You to ate eat. both of them. Yeah. I don't need, yeah. So, like, I, I would prioritize eating over sleeping 100% of the time. Like if, if I can eat, I might start hallucinating from not being able to sleep, but like, I'll still, I can still function. I'd much rather like if, if you gave me 30 minutes and said rest, I'm going to spend that time eating and then like <coughs> resting my eyes for 10 minutes instead of like taking a nap. But for me, like food is not, food is not that important to me. Like That's I can, why you weigh 140 pounds. So stop fucking lying. <laughs> Stop fucking lying. No, but I can operate without food. I can't operate without sleep. Yeah. And I think that's the opposite with you. You can't operate without sleep. But yeah. You cannot do it without food. I mean, I could if I had to. Yeah. I'm just saying if, if there's an order of priorities for me, like I'll take, I'll watch, I'll pull security for somebody if you give me some, if you give me a little snack. I think it's the opposite for me. I'll, yeah. I'll give you my food. Let me get like an hour. We should hang out together. <laughs> <laughs>
But, yeah, I don't think I got any sleep that night or that three nights. And then, um, yeah, it was same thing, very tiring, very exhausting. Um, at certain points, we saw guys that didn't want to do anything, even when they were getting engaged on. So that was one thing that our group had um, is everybody was willing to work, you know, so there's things that need to be moved the whole time. And pretty much we did a pretty good job of guys volunteering. Now, towards the end, it became a few guys who were willing to do it, but there was never like a fight about who needs to do work. Uh, I think that was different with us because for us, we had a high dropout rate Mm. and there was core group of guys I was talking about in my class. We were the care. We were the ones that were like moving, the yeah, workforces. Yeah, moving the store stuff, and then you can, you can fucking see that people who don't want not not people who don't want to be any part of that will either be very upfront or very in the back. Yeah, all the way in the back, the furthest away from the problem. Yeah, well, yeah stay away from the work. Yeah, where they're not not next up. No. And then people who are about it, even they're up front, they'll look back and they'll be like, hey, take point. Yeah. They'll run back and be like, hey, drop that shit. It's my turn. Those are the guys you want. Yeah. 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 So that's what I learned there too. But yeah, I mean, every class suffers. Every class has their own unique problems and unique, you know, stars and leaders. But I think y'all did, y'all did the best out of all the classes, in my opinion. Damn, well, that's good to hear because it felt like a shit show. No, it was a shit show when I went through it too. <laughs> it was a shit show when I went through it too. So you're saying it's always a shit show? It's always a shit show. Yeah, and yeah, and people who talk big game, even though they know a lot, they'll turn into a shit show too yeah so well you learn that courses like this are not about like you can be built like a brick shit house but not able to perform in that situation like or you can perform but you're thinking too much about how much you're suffering because you've always been a winner yeah and always performed but now you're fucking you're not performing yeah and you're always getting your ass beat and all of a sudden, by design yeah and then now you're all you're doing is thinking about yourself yeah you can be built like a fucking i don't know who is that a brick shit house brick shit house yeah that never lost that's in your how life. i'm built it's like the opposite of how you're built shut your bitch ass you built like a chop, shut you built like a chopstick <laughs> shit house <laughs> hey you know how much text weighs he weighs like fucking 300 pounds shit that's a damn lie yeah, but like people who never lost in their life, who's always been that fucking golden horse, the star, built like a brick shit house. I mean, there's some people who can do it, but uh, what yeah, I've but- seen is like they usually only care about themselves. Yeah. Well, you gotta. It's okay to be built, but you gotta like train your body and you gotta train your mind. Yeah, and you gotta you got you just can't be a fucking asshole. You got. I don't know what I'm trying to say. You got to take care of your boys. You got to put your boys in front of yourself. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. And then they'll see that and they'll, they'll appreciate that and they'll do the same for you. And it's just ongoing. And the same for the next man. Boom, boom, and that boom, guy's boom, boom, yep. boom, boom. And that's how you build a team. Yep. And going through hardship builds a team. Doing difficult things together. Yeah. Builds a bond. Um, Man, like looking back at like two, two, like, Seeing his face, we've been friends for a long time. Seeing his face, like, going through that and, like, just being fucking miserable. You know, like, just seeing it in his eyes, but knowing that, like, he's got my back. We're going to do this. We're going to get through it. Yeah. Is, like... And Tutu is a fit-ass guy, too. He's a horse. A fucking Clydesdale. Yeah. Yeah. He's like a Clydesdale. Yeah. But he's got... See, he's unique in that he has both. That dude is physically it. And he he cares about you. And he's mentally it. Yeah. And he cares about you. And also, he's a fucking killer. 
Don't also snap your neck. He's about to snap your neck, actually, next time we nah, see him. <laughs> You've been talking all that shit. <laughs> He's about to get your ass. Bro, I never talk shit. Okay. That's the thing. Okay. But, so, yeah, that, and, dude, another thing I learned is that, uh, like, dude, humor gets you through shit. Like, like t- that last night, the second to last ORP, we, um, we, a few of us guys in our group were sitting, we were staying awake, and we were talking about everything. Uh-huh. We were talking about fucking cryptids, we were talking about politics, we were just rambling about random shit just fucking laughing and it's crazy how like in that situation just being miserable humor and like the boys get you through like the boys are are what really gets you through like i wasn't at the end i was miserable i was tired my foot hurt but like never thought about quitting because these guys like you don't want to leave them you know it's not even an option yeah and then for me like there's a certain thing in my head where it's called a brain. Yeah. You have a really small one, but it's there. All right, guy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, it's like, well, if I quit right now, I'm never going to be able to face these guys again. Yes. Yeah. Like, no matter what I do, I'll never be able to face these guys again. Like, yeah. They'll never look at me the same. Yep. And that's the truth. Yeah. Like, for sure, guys wouldn't look at you the same. So, yeah, that, I mean, yeah, so the boys get you through one way or another, whether that's you not wanting to face them after quitting or whether it's just keeping each other sane by joking around and venting to your boys about what you see whenever you're hallucinating. Yeah. But, dude, I'll tell you, whenever it was done, I was ready to fucking go like i mean we were fucking cooking for y'all we were like, hey look at all this bacon and eggs so then yeah there was the initial excitement like right after you're done there's the initial excitement like okay i got some food in me got a beer all good and then they were like yeah you could stay and sleep for a couple hours and like i was like nah because i was still on the high so i was like nah Lord, i think we're just gonna head out dude i told you i was like dude when i went through this I almost crashed my fucking car trying to go home. Yeah. So don't go home and sleep here. Yeah. Well, you'll I, I, feel good for like a half an hour and then you'll just fucking crash. Well, I didn't listen to anybody. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, man, my bed is going to feel so good tonight. That's all I could think of. I didn't want to sleep in a cot. I didn't want to sleep anywhere. I wanted to go home, take a shower, go to bed. And so me and Tutu left. We rode together and he started driving. We got like 15 minutes down the road. He, he's like, he's like, hey, uh, you think you can drive on? Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty tired. I was like, yeah, bro, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Still on the high. And I was like, I just did all this like without sleep. I can fucking drive the rest of the way home, like an hour, an hour more. And so like I rolled the windows down, hearing like the yeah, trying to keep me awake. And I start like. I just feel my eyes like closing and opening and closing and opening. <laughs> and I was like, um, this feels unsafe. So I just exit, pull over to like this random ass parking lot and park. And Tutu's like, where are we? And I was like, we're, we're going to sleep. <laughs> didn't you have all that gear in the fucking trunk too? Yeah. Didn't even move it. <laughs> didn't even it move it. It was an open top trunk. Didn't even consider moving With it. like $20,000 worth of gear in there. I just told him we were sleeping, and he goes, okay. <laughs> and just leaned his seat back and went to sleep. And then it was funny because right before he went to sleep, I was like, did we send an alarm like for a couple of hours? And he's like, nah, we'll be good. So it's, I don't know, four in the morning. Yeah. And we go to sleep. We wake up at like, and it also like you guys said, you told us, you're like, okay, if you're driving, just text us when you're home. Like, let us know you made it back safe. And so we go to sleep and I wake up and it's bright out. And I was like, oh, fuck. I look at the clock. It's like 1030 in the morning. <laughs> People walking by the parking lot. What yeah. the fuck yeah. are these guys doing? We got face paint. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all got face camos on. We got face camo on. There's gear everywhere. We're in multi-cam. Like, it's just. And I look at the chat and everybody's, it's blowing up. Like, everybody's texting there. 
I was like, did, did they fucking die? Yeah, <laughs> text. I was like, no, we just woke up from a fucking nap in a random parking lot. <laughs> but yeah, that course is like, that course is, I think it's a, like the cot is a very good team builder if you're if you came from the same group, like the tent. Yeah, the like, tent. Oh, the tent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because you build so much bond during that course, and I don't know. It just makes it just makes like makes it feel like you did something. Like yeah. You didn't you didn't quit. You went through this with your boys. And then next time you see your boys again, you can help fucking hold your head up high and be like, hey, you know what happened that night and all that talking shit. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me because you told you told me this uh, after and this also won't ruin anything. But whenever you were you were obviously cadre, not four. we were out in the field and you were ordering food for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> tell tell that story <laughs> from your point of view <laughs> because that was funny as fuck whatever i heard you tell because right. we were in the worst situation of our lives and you're fucking ordering food. <laughs> all right so i'm i'm basically as a cadre i'm 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 the hq yeah right? so i'm radiating with your element so Let's say your element is called Kilo Zero One, and then HQ is called Hotel Two Two, right? And then I can fucking hear, like when they're fucking radioing me, I can hear. Uh, this is Kilo Zero One. Do 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 do. They're talking to me. And then Zero One sent me to a fucking Burger King to get a double Whopper. What I remember exact. Mayo, bacon, and jalapeno. That's what he wanted. Right? So I was like, all right, let me go to the... I'm sure nothing was going to happen in this 10 minutes. I'm gone. <laughs> I'm riding in my car with, with the radio. And I hear, <laughs> I hear, hotel two two. This is Kilo zero one. Do 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 do. And I'm ordering food in the fucking kiosk in the drive-through, right? And I'm like, uh, can I get two double whoppers with jalapeno? <laughs> and then I hear, hotel two two. <laughs> I'm like, who was on the radio? <laughs> it was, uh, was a two two. No, no, no. It wasn't two two. It was uh Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, medium doctor. I'm like medium doctor pepper. Could you give me one second? <laughs> go back to my radio and be like, kilo zero one. This is hotel two. <laughs> 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 and I'm like, um, we're like, fight your way out of there, like QRF inbound. Uh, check my Apple CarPlay. Uh, 12 minutes. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was the amount of time for you to get your food and get yeah. back. <laughs> we're fighting for our fucking lives, and you're like, oh, let me get a Whopper, no onion. <laughs> Hold on one sec real quick. Kilo zero one. It'll be 12 minutes to QRF. <laughs> Hold all your position. <laughs> dude, all I hear through the fucking radio is this big ass firefight going on. Just do 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 And dude, I think um what do we call him? Yeah. Uh, what was his number? Uh, uh, like t- it was 10. 10. Yeah. So 10. So 1 0. And so 1 0 got so fucking frustrated on the radio because I would check up on them. I'd be like, 
Kilos, you're one. What's your status? What's your status? And then he goes, Hotel 2-2. Doom, 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 doom. And then he just goes off. Obviously not getting help from you. <laughs> he's like, he's like, fuck Hotel 2. Fuck HQ. Like, we're on our own now. He's like talking to us. He's like, it sounds like he's ordering burgers or some shit. I don't know. I think we're on our own out here. <laughs> Prepare to break contact. <laughs> hey, but uh, I came through. I came through. You did come through. Yeah, and you saw me, and then y'all were y'all y'all just looked like fucking toddlers running to their daddy. Dude, that yeah, like I said, that felt the biggest fight of the event by far. Without getting in, into detail, and a lot of movement to get out of it, and. uh seeing you and i was at the end because i was like i was one of the people that had ammo because i just took everybody's mags that weren't shooting um and a few of us had ammo but i was like bringing up the back and hearing um like blue 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 and then seeing y'all on a line firing back i was like oh it just felt so good it felt like I was like on a middle school playground getting bullied and I just like ran to my dad and then turned around and then pointed at him like, get those fuckers. Yeah, I came through. I saw you all. I was like, friendly, friendly, blue, blue, blue. Those are the sweetest words I've ever heard in my entire life. Oh, man, that shit's so funny. But yeah, that burger story, don't blame me for it. Zero One sent me. So Zero One sent you and then came out and hit us. He was like, I want a burger when I get back from this shit. He's like, I got work to do. Or maybe he wasn't. Was he blue? Was he friendly? Yeah. Okay, he was friendly. Okay. Yeah, that was that was fucking shit show. And so good to see you guys. Yeah. Well, okay. Key takeaways from ACLC from your perspective. Go. When people get tired, they won't care. So as a leader, take charge of your element. Yes. There's a few guys that'll step up to the plate and take charge even though they're not the leader. Mm-hmm. So if the leader shuts the bed, you can have a few guys that perform, they'll step up and automatically become the leader. Um, <clears throat> what else? Um, I'll give you time to think. Um, you, whenever, whenever you're in a situation like that, it becomes a mental game. And so having trained your mind to deal with difficult things will help you in the long run. And as far as I learned a lot about like morale, like there were simple things that you can do to keep your boys heads in the game. Like whenever you're set up, half people are resting, half people are pulling security, just walking up and down that line and just checking on the guys that are awake. Simple, like real easy. Are you good? You see it. You got here to here. Like just talking with them for a second, just gets their mind back in the game and, and keeps their heads up because that that's a tough situation to be in. Um, and then for guys that are in different groups that um, train together, doing something um, difficult, it doesn't have to be as elaborate as this, but doing something difficult with your boys and pushing each other um, will only make y'all much stronger and, and the bond much greater. So worth it to invest in um, punishing yourself just a little bit to test yourself and to test your boys and to test your team. Yeah. I think that's what I really appreciate about zero three because in a training environment, not the course, when we're holding um, the security hall and ORP, we got our security set up, you know, you got your um, security that's up and you know, you have to have one leadership up at all times. Yeah. And if he's the leader, he'll literally come up to you and be like, hey, man, what's going on? Like, um, how's your family doing? You know, like, um, and he'll talk bullshit like politics with me for a little bit. And then he'll move on to the next guy. Yeah. And then they'll just be like, oh, yeah, I know you a little better. Yeah. You know, that type of thing. And he, it's like, oh, he took his time to sit down and talk to me while we're both holding security. Right. Um, it's a little shit. Yeah. And it means a lot, especially in that situation. Yeah. So 
And I mean, that being said, like our group, um, I would say that we have a lot of mature guys. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, I don't know. Every guy that we have, you know, we have something to fight for. Like if it's, if it's not for each other, it's we all have life experiences. Uh, not saying combat experiences for some of us, but life experiences. We have a family. We have a kid. We have something to fight for. Mm-hmm. And I think not being this hothead and going around saying, oh, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, and we're going to, you know, be all doomer about it. I don't think we're like that at all. Nah. Because we don't want to lose what we have right now. Yeah. We only want to be together. We're training together just in case if everything just shit the bed. Anything happens. Yeah. Then we have guys we can count on. Yeah. And I think if you're looking for, like, let's say you have a team somewhere in America, if you're listening to this, like, I would say for finding your own group and creating your own group, you want to have those type of guys because they usually have a lot to lose. They will put out because, I don't know, they, they want this for some reason. Yeah. And not, it's not just a hobby. I want to be, Oh, I want to have this title attached to my name. It's not a flex. No, it's not a flex. It's just being prepared for any situation. Yeah. All right. Anything else to add? Uh, no, no. I've been drinking Dos Equis, talking shit, talking to the mic, talking to each other. You got anything else to add? I got nothing else to add. All right. Well, that'll be it. All right. Well, next episode, um, Tex is going to be slurring his uh, mouth a little bit because uh, I'm going to hit him with the fucking one, two. He's going to be fucking, he's going to be recovering. So, all right. I'm going to just let you right, know. Adios. I'm gonna let adios. You, adios. Let all right. Cut it. Cut it. Adios. <laughs> fucking drop your ass one time. Adios.